With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I do praise the Lord for this privilege uh, that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're continuing our study on the conditions for being filled with the Spirit of God. I pointed out to you the command to be filled with the Spirit of God. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18, and I said to you, there is no choice. It's a commandment. It's not just an option, but it's an obligation for every child of God that we be filled with the Spirit of God. But not only do we see the command to be filled, but then we looked at the consequence of being filled. And I said to you that the consequence of being filled with the Spirit of God is not speaking with tongues. It is not performing miracles. It is not performing some signs and wonders. But our Lord said in Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. The resurrected Lord said that, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And we went through the early chapters of the book of Acts, and we saw that it was taught very clearly there that every time that the disciples were filled with the Spirit of God, they bore witness of the resurrected Lord. So we looked at the command to be filled. We also looked at the contrast of being filled in being baptized. And I pointed out to you that in this dispensation of the church, you're only baptized by the Spirit of God one time. And that is the moment of salvation when the Holy Ghost baptizes you into the body of Christ. And we study that from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 12, verse number 13. Then we started looking at the conditions for being filled with the Spirit of God. Since I am commanded in the Word of God to be filled with the Spirit, then I must understand the conditions to be filled. And may I just say this, to be filled with the Spirit of God is not a working of your own doing. It's God doing something in you. As you cooperate with God, every area of your life you empty of self and of sin, then God will fill it with his spirit and with the power and presence of God in your life. So I said to you, first of all, that if you want to be filled with the spirit of God, there must be cleansing. We must cleanse ourselves from the filthiness of sin. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter number 7 and verse number 1, 
Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh. That's the outward sins. And then he said, and spirit. That's the inward sins. And then he said that we're to involve ourselves in perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So if you and I are to be filled with the Spirit of God, there must be personal cleansing from both our outward sins of the flesh and our inward sins of our heart and spirit. But then I said to you, number two, not only if you want to be filled with the Spirit of God, there is a condition of cleansing. You must be cleansed. But second, there is a condition of consecration. We must dedicate and consecrate our lives to the use and service of the Lord if we want to be filled with the Spirit of God. Oh, I wish I could emphasize this enough until the Holy Spirit would make it a understood truth in the life of every Christian. We are not filled with the Spirit of God for a sign, for a shout, or for a show, but we're filled with the Spirit of God for service. Let me remind you again of the words of our Lord in Acts 1.8. When the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me. And any person that is filled with the Spirit of God is filled for service. The Bible said in the book of Romans, chapter number 12, verse number 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. There must be consecration. You do not get filled with the Spirit of God, reserving your life in your body to your own self and to the gratification of the flesh. No, my friend, but as you consecrate yourself to him, then you are getting yourself in condition to be filled with the Spirit of God. Then I pointed out to you number three. Not only is there the condition of cleansing, and there's a condition of consecration, but thirdly, there is the condition of craving. You must want to be filled or you will never be filled with the Spirit of God. As I travel week after week across this country, and I preach to people, I say to them, if you are satisfied with your spirituality as it is, you will never get any closer to God. If you're satisfied being like you are, then you will remain as you are. But our Lord said in Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Now, I understand the context of that verse. And our Lord is saying, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. But may I say to you the principle of that verse is true concerning the Spirit-filled life. I don't have to apologize one bit for saying, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after the Spirit-filled life, for they shall be filled. 
Oh, our problem today is we're too full of the world and we're too filled with the desires of the flesh. But if we could come to the place of God making us hungry and of God creating in us a thirst for the Spirit of God, then, my friend, we would find God filling us with the Spirit of God. I feel confident I can say to you that God has never filled one person who did not desire to be filled. But I believe I can also say to you that God has never turned away one of his children who wanted to be filled if they are willing to cleanse themselves and consecrate themselves to him. And they come to that place in their life where they crave and they desire and they hunger to be filled with the Spirit of God. Oh, may God create in us a sickness of our lukewarm state before God. And then may it create in us a hunger for the Spirit-filled life and to be filled with the Spirit of God. So, my friend, I want to say it again. If you're satisfied with what you have of the Spirit of God and His power working in your life now, you'll never experience any more. But if somehow down inside you, there could be created a hunger, a craving, a thirsting, I want to say to you, you could be filled. Notice what the Bible said in John chapter number 7 and verse number 37. Jesus said in that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Oh, the only condition for drinking was that they must thirst. And the condition to be filled with the Spirit of God is we must have a thirst in our soul for the Spirit-filled life. May God create that hunger in the soul of many of us, even as I preach and you listen today. My prayer is that the Holy Ghost himself will visit you and create a hunger and create a thirst in your life for the Spirit of God. But then I want you to notice a fourth and final condition to be filled with the Spirit of God located right here in John chapter 7 and verse number 38. We must meet the condition of claiming the Spirit-filled life. I want you to hear me carefully. You do not get filled with the Spirit of God as a result of your own works. It is not of your own doing that you're filled with the Spirit of God. But friend, it is simply by faith. We're saved by grace through faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. The Word of God said, As you have received the Lord Jesus Christ, so walk ye in Him. How do you receive Christ? By faith. By simply claiming the promises that God lays out in His Word. Now look at John chapter 7, verse 37 and 38. The Bible said, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Now look at verse number 38. 
The Bible said, He that believeth on me. As the scripture has said, Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39 said, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So the only condition laid down in this text for a person to be filled with the Spirit of God is you must believe not only that God can, but that God will fill you with the Spirit of God. We do not live in the saucer age, and we do not live in the cup age, and we do not live in the cistern age. No, the moment you get saved, there's a well of water springing up inside you. But the moment you're filled with the Spirit of God, there'll be rivers of the Spirit of God flowing out of you. So there must be cleansing. There must be consecration. There must be craving. And there must be claiming. Let me ask you the question. Do you believe God could fill you with His Spirit? Do you believe he would fill you with his spirit? As the scripture saith, he that believeth on me out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. Fill every hungry and ever thirsty saint of God with the spirit of God today. I'll praise you for what you do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust you're enjoying this study on the Holy Spirit. Let me remind you that I do have a book that I wrote on the person and ministry of the Holy Spirit. And if you'd like to have the book, I'd be glad to send it to you. Just simply write to us and include a love offering for the radio ministry. Address that letter to Harvest Time. 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Oh,